I'm sure many of us know someone, if not you, who's felt uncomfortable talking about religion and money or just have feelings of shame or guilt about it. Welcome to Yahweh's Money, a podcast where we discuss the crossroads or intersections of religion and money. We're going to go deep into topics like tithing and saving and debt and so much more from the religious view. I'm your host, Shay Cook, CEO and founder of Crusaders for Change, LLC, and our co-host is Vanessa McNelly, one of our financial counselor coach educators. Let's talk about God and money. Welcome to another episode of Yahweh's Money. I'm Shay, one of your co-hosts, and Vanessa's another one of our beautiful co-hosts. Hey, Vanessa. Hi, Shay. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Oh, man. I wasn't man. quite ready for that. I, was... I know. That was like quick. <laughs> like five, four, three, two, one. All right, let's go. Let's go. We're talking about reviewing and reflecting and resetting your finances because mm-hmm. it's almost a new year. 2024 is almost here. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Good Lord. I'll be 45 in a couple of weeks, Vanessa. You'll be 29. No, I'm 45. I don't be playing those games. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm, not I'm not a game. <laughs> My sister has been saying she's been 29 for so long. She don't yeah. even know how old she is. Right? God, my mom 40. used to say that stuff. Yeah. She's like, it's weird. We're the same age. We're both 29. Weird. But I'm happy to be 45. I mean, I just, I'm happy to be 45 because that means God is providing and he is blessing me. So. And I'm happy to be 29. Yeah, I know. You look great, girl, at 29. I thought you were 21, but okay. Let me see. No, I'm really going to be 43 in like two oh, weeks. Oh, so, you know. 43. That's a beautiful number. Two of my favorite numbers, four and three. <laughs> I like 34 a little better. <laughs> what can you do? So as the year comes to a close, now is a great time to reflect on the past year and plan for the upcoming one. The Bible says, for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Romans 15, four. I love that because mm-hmm. we can, we, everything in life is a lesson and we should teach, treat it as such. And, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like God, as you, if you learn a lesson, he doesn't have to put you through that fire again. Mm-hmm. Cause I always tell people, it's like, why are you going through this again? You didn't learn it the fiftieth time ago. You know what I mean. So like, it's cool to be able to learn from the lessons and get endurance and encouragement from that to move forward and have that hope. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so weird we're talking about this today because I was having that conversation last night. Like seriously, oh, wow. about everything being a lesson and we're supposed to learn from it. And mm-hmm. if we don't, we're gonna go through it again. We're gonna go you know, through until it again. we get it. Oh my you know, god. We can be hard headed too. So. Oh, I'm very hard headed. I'm very <laughs> stubborn. Very, my family's like, uh huh, uh huh. I mean, I don't know what it is. Sometimes I just need to be going through. I'm like, why am I going through this again? Why I didn't learn this back in 1985? You know, like I'm going through it again now in a whole another century. Like I'm in the right. 2000s. I'm not even in 1900s anymore. <laughs> so it's just crazy. We were born in the 1900s. I know. But uh, <laughs> we say it like that. It seems like we're really old. <laughs> But you are not me. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. You were born in 2003. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> but here are some tips to help you make the most of this time. You know, when it coming to a close is like, for example, reviewing and reflecting on your financial goals. What goals did you achieve? Celebrate the wins. Um, you can also look at creating new goals if needed. And are there goals you have to adjust, readjust? Mm-hmm. So these are the kind of things you can reflect back on on your goals. So any goals you want to share or any of these things? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think something we need to remember first and foremost is when we do this, it's so cool to kind of see how far we've come. Yes. 
because yeah. there's always growth. There's always <laughs> growth. And it's hard to see it in that moment. Mm-hmm. But when you look back, you can really see what's changed mm-hmm. for you. And usually it's a good change. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had some times where things are bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it's it's nice to be able to say, oh my goodness, like this time last year, I would have been so happy and feel so blessed to be where I'm at right now. Mm. And you forget those things. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a great time to kind of think about that and say, okay, you know, we've done this far. What's next? Yeah. You know, but it's okay to sit in your moment too and enjoy yeah. what you have. Um, so I think there's a balance there. But, you know, so some one of my goals this year was I had um, a condo in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and I love Puerto Rico, but I just don't get to go very often. Mm-hmm. So it, for me, one of the things was to sell that property and then feel a little more financially secure, mm-hmm. um, which just happened this week. Yay, so congratulations. That's that awesome. That goal is met. Yep. So now I've just got to kind of figure out what my next move is yeah. for my goals for 2024. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but goals don't even have to be that big. It can just mm. be you know, be able to, to live within your means or feel a little more secure about your savings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they don't have to be big goals. They but, don't. You know, it, but it does feel good when you can check something exactly. off your list. Our biggest goal that we accomplished this year, which I think was due to 15 years of planning, which is crazy, is we bought a new home. And so we had tried several other times over those 15 years starting. So we bought our home in 2007, our first home, a town home. And three years later, we was like, try to sell it. That didn't work out. And it was like, I let Alana in school. So a lot of things started happening and we just kind of surrendered to God and said, okay. And then we tried again. That wasn't successful. The third time we were, it was perfect timing. Thank God. Um, it was all God, really, because the amount of money we got on that home, we wouldn't have gotten any other time during that cycle. Um, and we were able to put a lot of that money into the new house. And so it's funny when I step out, when I go get the mail and I come back and I see my house, I don't know. It's just, and again, I don't like to get focused on materialistic things, but when I see this house and when I thought about all the stuff I was asking God for, like I would like walk around my house for 15 years, my other house, like, I don't want this in the new house. I want this in the new house. I like this and that stuff. And I got all of that in the new house, not even, even knowing that was going to happen because God was listening to me. And then Mm -hmm. another thing that freaks me out about this house is that it was built in 2016 and 2016, I was going, I started the hell I went through working at my previous job. And I feel like, and I know, it ain't no feel like, I know God was preparing this house for me and my family, knowing that I was going through all that stuff in 2016 to 2018 yeah. at the Coast Guard. And so yeah. I was just like, wow, to me, it's like all these keep things start coming to me. Like, God, like this is bigger than financial goals. This is what he knew. And again, the idea of having this and that, that was all God anyway. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it is like, wow, and he provided it all. So that was the biggest thing. But, you know, there's been some struggles because I wanted to save more and like my IRAs, my SEP and stuff. But I felt and I was shown that I need to put all that money into people, into the, the, the this business. And that's OK. God will make up for that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another little thing is Amazon. <laughs> like, mm. I, oh, it's just so easy to words. buy things in yes. Amazon. And it's like, I saw my credit and I always pay my credit card off every month. But I know people struggle with that and that can't. Mm-hmm. And I know I, I always feel like God is putting me through things so I can better understand things from our client's perspective. Right. And so, cause you know, I used to look at people like, why are you buying so much Amazon? And then I became one of those people and I'm like, oh my God, it's just so easy. Okay. I need that and buy it. Okay. So now I try to just put stuff in the cart and let it mm-hmm. sit there for like a week or two and be like, do you really need that? 
can you save mm-hmm. it for later? Or like my daughter says, save on the carbon footprint and go to Target, mom. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, yeah, so I've, I've had the big things, accomplishments and wins from the house and, you know, some unfortunate things. I have to readjust like the retirement savings because of the business, which is great. Sometimes you have to spend money and, and not save money to move forward in certain aspects. And then little things like controlling my spending around Amazon. so you know yeah it's real but it's good well amazon is the devil on earth (laughs) i understand completely because i have that struggle too it used to be target yeah it used to be target but now i don't even have to go anywhere i can do it all on a phone and sometimes i'll wake up at two o'clock in the morning and just like oh yeah i need that and go to amazon and i start scrolling i'm like oh man i got i can't guilty yeah guilty it's so easy to do it it's so easy and it's like, if I don't do it now, I'm going to forget to buy that. And it's like, well, if I forget to buy it, did I really need it? Like, I do the same thing. Yeah. So I have a wedding that I'm going to on Saturday. And I think I bought like maybe seven dresses. <laughs> well, they're not even cheaply expensive on Amazon. No. Like you can get a dress of like 30, 40 no. and nice quality too. Like, well, okay. And it's like, I just don't know which one's going to fit. Yeah, well, that's part too. Like we need to just and take our butt to the store and buy a dress. So, One so dress. I may, yeah, I may or may not have six packages ready to go back to turn in at Kohl's for Amazon. Uh, but they've been in my car for like three weeks. So oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Amazon's the devil. And then returning. is. I mean, sad, for real, yeah. though. Mm. We need an Amazon sponsorship. <laughs> You're not the devil, Amazon. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, hey, God created that. So he, he oversees all of that. So it's all good. <laughs> we got to just tame that beast. We got to tame that beast. We got to tame that spending. And the next point is to review your spending. To look back at your spending over the past year and see yes. where you can cut back. If you're not already budgeting, take the time to gather your details of your income and spending for the past few months and do a spend plan. You know, and if you're already budgeting, look through your transactions to see um, how your actual spending is compared with mm-hmm. your planned spending. Yeah, mine's the food exactly. and Amazon. <laughs> I actually did this the other night because I like to sit and do this. I do it late at night too when I'm yeah. sitting in bed. And I write everything down on paper because I'm 29. That's what old women do. Uh, <laughs> and I write it down on paper and it, it makes me feel better to actually write it down. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I was like, so this is what we're going to do. I was like, next next month, we're not going to buy anything on Amazon. We're going to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, in December? I mean, Okay. Mm, I'm done with Christmas shopping. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're one of those. So, I wait till mm-hmm, the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we're going to try that. And then we're going to put like limits on things. Because mm. I used to do that. And I think sometimes we just kind of get sloppy and yeah. we forget to do that or we don't care. or mm. You know, emotions get the better of us mm. sometimes. So just readjusting those things and then looking at, you know, my streaming subscriptions. Because they have gone up this oh, year. Oh, my God. No, my husband was Ooh. telling me about Hulu is now $17 or something. I remember when it was like i mean it's just crazy yeah 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 and then i paid for two different netflix accounts because oh. they got smart and they knew oh yeah you were, were one sharing. of those okay <laughs> so i have like and they're 15 now for yeah the i know i do the netflix in the house right? yeah. yeah so i have mine and i get my dad's too yeah 
And it's just like, okay, like by the time I do all this, like cable doesn't sound like a bad option, uh, even though I don't want cable anymore, but, um, but yeah. I just want to so. say that my husband's very smart, IT, very in- intellectual man, and he everybody's like, I'm coming back on cable, I'm coming back on cable. Nate, he said he was going to come back to bite you, because now we pay for our cable exactly. subscription, we got access to everything, but Hulu and Netflix, we got access to yeah. HBO Max, Paramount, because everybody yeah. you can put through there, use your same... Uh-huh. I'll log in and it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying people was knocking cable, mm-hmm. but now they're getting you because they're like, in order to have access, you can either pay the $10, $15 per, or you can just pay for cable and get access to it. It makes more yeah. sense, but it's crazy. Yeah. I may readjust next year. Yeah, exactly. So that is your financial tidbit. For me, I know. Exactly. So. <laughs> Look at that, you know, and then another thing he always said is like a lot of people are cutting cable, but then you have to increase your internet because you need exactly. more internet because you're doing all this streaming. So right. guess what? Don't cable providers ain't stupid. They getting their money. Mm-hmm. They getting their money. They so, yep, but yeah, are. definitely. We also look at resetting your budget after reviewing your transactions, get ready for a little budget housekeeping. If you aren't mm-hmm. spending your money with a purpose and a plan, you may not get as far as your financial growth You mean or meet your financial goals. So, mm-hmm. You can take this time to pivot if you're overspending, cutting back anywhere that you're spending more than you like, or revising your spending categories, putting more money towards your debts, and increasing your savings. So resetting your budget is important just so you can be like, all right, especially, you know, everybody does these new goals in January and stuff, and you can say prepare in December so you can have a fresh start, a running start Uh. in January. It's such a good idea to do it before the holidays. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we all overspend during that time, mm. and we just kind of throw the budget out the window. Yeah. But if you look at things ahead of time, mm-hmm. and you're like, ooh, I'm already overspending a yeah. little bit. How can I, can I, you know, finagle things and kind of mm-hmm. get things where I want them to be? And that will help keep you on budget and on task mm-hmm. for the holidays, mm-hmm. first off. And give you a head start for next year. Yeah, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no shade, but it ain't all because shade don't overspend. Because <laughs> I'm on a budget, girl. I'm tight. I'm, my husband calls me cheap. Even though I'll be like, I'm frugal. I ain't cheap. So I have, like I said on every episode, I have a budget and I stick mm-hmm. to my budget. And if people want extra stuff, it'd be like, okay, you ain't getting it. Or, you know, I'm not yeah. buying it for you. Or I'll cut yeah. from myself. But, I, you know, I'll sacrifice. But I mm-hmm. ain't about that life. I do overspend on other areas, obviously, Amazon and stuff like that. But during the holidays, mm-hmm. some reason, I'm able to just stay... I'm thinking it has to do with childhood and growing up and seeing so many gifts and hearing my parents Mm -hmm. fight around money about gifts and stuff Mm -hmm. because they always overspend. So I have like that in my head, like I'm never going to overspend on Christmas. I overspend on everything else, but not everything else, but on a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. But around the holidays, I just, mm -mm. and I think it's like some trauma from childhood that keeps me. It makes sense though. It makes complete sense. Because I I do that too with my gift giving. Yeah. Like it is what it is. Yeah. But there's always something else that comes up or there's an extra party or there's a, you know, a, Another somebody who's asking for something for a family or something like that. Um, but yeah, but it, to me, it's like all the other stuff. Yeah. Like all the fluff. Exactly. The fluff of the and that's why it's lovely to have like a Dollar Tree or a thrift store. My sister went to a thrift store recently and she mm-hmm. was sharing. We were on FaceTime. She's like, she was in heaven. She's like, especially if you go to a thrift store or a Dollar Tree in a bougie. And I know I've said this yes. before, but a high yes. income area, those things be on point. I mean, and it's cheap mm-hmm. and it's nice stuff. Like that's another tidbit from Crusades for Change. Go out there, it's find true. you a Dollar Tree or a Dollar Store and mm-hmm. a thrift store. That stuff's going to mm-hmm. be nice and cheap and, and inexpensive, yeah. I guess. Not cheap, but good quality. Yeah. 
And they have, like, I love facial products. Yeah. And Dollar Tree is really up their game with these things. So it's like you can get, like, a really nice face serum and a cream and a mask. And you're like, okay, that was $3.75. Crazy. Um, I would go somewhere else and I would pay triple for one of the products. Yeah. Yeah. And you can put it in a cute little basket. Exactly. Give somebody. Yeah. Ooh, nice gift. Nice $5 gift. gift. Boom. So done. amazing. So amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you also want to check your net worth. You know, compare your liabilities with your assets to see where you stand. Do you have a positive net worth? Unfortunately, a lot of people have a negative net worth. So if you have student loans, a car payment, a mortgage, or any other type of debt, it isn't unusual for your net worth to be net negative, but there's a reason. There's no reason to be discouraged. You can up your net worth and, you know, get more liabilities, what you own versus what you owe, owe assets and be able to increase that. So, yeah, I think that's a great thing to look at network. I know it's working with people that are in a low income or, or you know, underserved areas. You know, sometimes we're like, mm, looking at a net worth, what is this going to do for me? But it actually just gives you an overall view where you're at and encourages you to move forward to a positive amount. Well, and it's so nice to be able to look at those things and just kind of see where you are because you're right. Most people are negative, especially when they're younger and they're mm-hmm. building their life. And it's okay. It's a-okay to be there. You don't want to stay there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, it, it gives you a, a, another goal, though. Mm. And it helps you see what that goal should be, make it a little more clear, a yeah. smarter goal, those type of things. Um, and then I usually go online. I look at, like, celebrity networks, too. <laughs> And I will tell you, sometimes that makes you feel better about life, too. Really? So, um, because yeah. they got a lot of debt? Seriously. I've never done that. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And it's fun sometimes to be like, hmm, now I am not up there with Beyonce or anything like that, but there are some, like, lower level celebrities, and I'm, you know, sit there and I'm like, okay, I'm, like, it makes you feel better about life sometimes. <laughs> So, yeah, not to like knock somebody. Yeah, we don't want to knock nobody and discourage anybody. But hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I can do that in my own family. So, (laughs) (laughs) these people living them lives of looking like they got everything and be like, "Mm, debt, Mm -hmm. mm, credit card, mm, debt, Mm -hmm. mm, collections, mm, taxes. I'm good. I'm good. I ain't worried about it. To the bank of Shay, though. You know that, right? No, that closed down years ago. They ain't nobody asking me for no money. Even though, so they'd be like, can you donate to this cause and stuff for me? I'm like, as long as I get a tax receipt, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> but I ain't giving no money. I know. Yeah. Don't be asking me to pay your electricity bill when I just saw a hundred Amazon packages on your front step. That's right. all I'm saying. <laughs> so right. like, get your life together. <laughs> so yeah. And then definitely check your credit score, reviewing your credit report and making sure there are no errors or fraudulent accounts can help you maintain a good credit score. I don't check my credit report. Anymore. Oh yes, I do. I have that experience email thing and I'll mm-hmm. check it once a month and make sure it looks good yeah, yeah. that's something it's to do. such a good thing to do and people usually don't do this until they need yeah, to no. have, like, good about to buy a house or a car yeah and you're like if you would have just done this like six months ago I know just to, to get something on there taken off or whatever for it might real? be oh my goodness crusaders for change that's what we're here for mm-hmm. we'll help you exactly. get that figured out before you buy a house that's why planning is important exactly yeah and set new attentions, you know, think about your financial goals for the upcoming mm-hmm. year, create a plan, as we just said, to achieve them. And this might include paying off debt, saving for a vacation or starting a business. So yeah. you definitely want to have some, I always say dream big, have some big goals, even if you don't meet them at the end of the year, still just continue. I had this really, really big goal and for the business and mm-hmm. I just, I move it, I kick it down the can, but it's at least there. Right. You know, and again, I feel, as I've said in another episode, God gave me that. That wasn't, 
And he's like, I'm going to provide. Now, it might not be on your timeline, mm-hmm. but it's going to happen. Yeah. And so there's nothing and wrong with that. you're getting closer. That's yeah. That's about it, too. You can see, like, where you are, you know, compared to where you were last year. Yeah. So those are always good things. And goals are something, just like our budgets, they're ever moving and ever changing. Mm-hmm. Like, because life doesn't stay still and Not stay at the all. same. It's a living so document. It's okay. mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's okay for things to, to change or you to mark something off that's not important anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay for those things to change. Even if you check it a few times a year and sit down. <laughs> like, you have like a quarterly session to kind of review things. Exactly. Um, and then you're not scrambling last minute. Exactly. Um, but it's okay for things to change and, you know, for you to to have different intentions than you had before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, setting new intentions is good. And living an intentional life is is, is a beautiful thing. Living with intention, not just free nilly, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, yeah. and having that guiding voice spirit is important too. Again, if you're a believer in whatever religious background, like it's just having a higher power to guide you helps with those intentions. So I would add that in there. And so meeting with a financial professional is our last little tidbit here. If you're unsure where to start, consider meeting with a financial professional list like us accredited financial counselors who can help you create a personalized personalized plan for your finances. So Crusaders for Change, C4C is here to help. This is what we do, y'all. This is what we do. And we love the Lord too. We do it then. But if you don't want to talk about the Lord while you're doing finances, that's fine. But sometimes I love when my clients bring it up and then we just be like, all right, let's talk about the law and finances is a beautiful thing. Um, but we don't got to talk about that. We can be strictly money too. <laughs> so um, Crusaders for Change is here to support you. But yeah, meeting with a finance professional, asking for help or a wise old friend or family member or mentor, I would even add, you know, your tribe as we yeah. call it, the money tribe. Find somebody in your tribe to help you. Yeah, exactly. And it's never a bad time to want to be a better version of yourself. It is never a bad time to, to make those changes and to to kind of go through that. So, yeah. So I, I just say sit down, have these conversations. And they're not super fun sometimes, but it gives you purpose and a goal. And that's yeah. priceless. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. So a lot of great things to do during this time of the year and during, you know, reviewing, reflecting and resetting your finances for the beginning of 2024. So any final thoughts? Just remember that you don't have to keep up with anybody <sighs> yourself. So mm. I ain't living that <laughs> so life. So it's no okay, more. right? Yeah. It's okay to be where you're at, and it's okay to be happy with what you have. Yeah. And you shouldn't let anybody else make you feel bad about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, and it's okay to to reassess and reset and grow. Yeah. You know, I always say don't keep up. You don't need to keep up with the Joneses, the Kardashians or the Carters. And I know recently watching the Kardashians, I'm bored with them. So I'm like, okay, they're off my list. <laughs> like, I don't wanna, I don't I mean, with you. I yes. mean, it's just been, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm over it. I'm like done with it. Actually, it's become a time for my daughter and I to share and just make fun of them. Lord, forgive me. Love y'all. You do y'all do you, whatever. But it's just a good time to do that. Cause I'm like, mm, I ain't about that life. I don't want that. Like, I want the cook life, you know, you should have mm-hmm. the McNally life, the Lopez mm-hmm. life, the Thor life, whatever that works yeah. for you. Do be the best version of who you are. You don't need to be like everybody else. No. You know, these reality shows, honestly, they probably need to stop because like, I don't need to know your reality. I need to focus on my own reality. <laughs> so to be really honest, but sometimes you need to just, uh, just do something and just yeah. watch something stupid, but <laughs> you know, but, Agree. um, yeah. 
But thank you guys for joining us again. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't forget to follow us wherever podcasts are found. And remember, it's always better Yahweh's way. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the crossroads of religion and money. Also, we would love to hear your feedback on today's episode. So please leave us a review or just tell us what's on your mind. And remember to follow our podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions of topics for us to discuss, please email us at Yahweh at Crusaders, the number four change.org to hear all of Yahweh's money latest episodes. Please visit us at www.crusaders, the number four change.org or wherever podcasts are found. God bless.